Well, it's another Wake Up With KC episode. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. Uh, today, I have a very uh, interesting and educational topic to talk about. I, you know, I've, I've always been curious and have a little understanding about it, but I want to know more. And what about you? What do you know about Akashic Records? What is it all about? And how does it connect to us? And I have Amy Gray Cunningham joining us today, who's an expert about Akashic Records and so much more. So please welcome Amy Gray Cunningham. Hey, how are you? I am great. I've been waiting for this opportunity to have you as a guest on my show so we could talk about the akashic records so can you please explain to us what akashic records is about it's about everything and nothing all at the same time <laughs> okay <laughs> clear as mud no i apologize for the noise i have puppy dogs in the background here and they are wide open uh, I love them. <laughs> they, um, the Akashic Records, uh, it's it houses everything and everything you've ever thought, done, and said throughout all of your lifetimes. And some people think of it as a library. Some people think of it as like a database. I think of it as like the information superhighway for your soul, literally. You can go to a computer, type in a question, and you get a response back. Uh, it's that easy. And people go into the records all the time and they don't realize that they're doing it. When you get deja vu, you're actually experiencing information download from the records. When you go to sleep at night, you're going into the records. Your soul is going into the records. Uh, you have to, in order to replenish your vital force energy, we have to get enough sleep and we have to be able to transition from the third and fourth dimensions into the fourth and fifth dimensions to be able to, to, to replenish, uh, to receive all of the, uh, the energy that we need physically to be able to function in this world. Now, our souls do not need to rest, but our physical bodies do. So our physical bodies go to sleep and our souls go into the records. So we can set intentions before we go to sleep to learn a new software program or learn a new language or go on an adventure or whatever it is we want to do while we're in the records. Dream world is so amazing when it comes to being in the records and actually being able to remember our dreams, because a lot of times our higher self, our soul will speak to us through our dreams while we're in the records. Um, people who do Reiki, who do massages, um, people who are in the healing arts, a lot of times will access the records. Um, mediums psychics they actually access the records without 
knowing some people don't some people some of them do some of them don't but the the records are everywhere and nowhere anything that is a living entity that has energy has a record the collective consciousness has a record it, it and it's also biblical in uh in the bible and also in the torah it talks about the the akashic records um Metatron, Archangel Metatron, is the gatekeeper for the records. He oversees the records. It's called, and 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 so it's it's a very biblical. It's been around for many many, obviously many many lifetimes. Many it, it, it's so there's so much that people don't know about it, but we know about it all at the same time. Does that make any sense? <laughs> Florida, yeah. Um, so it would be safe to say that, I mean, I was brought up in, in, in religion and uh, mm -hmm. now I'm I just like knowing what I know now. I'm like, I can't even, mm -mm, I can't even step into it. Mm -hmm. I just won't even know. It just, nope, <laughs> not for me. Thank you. Um, but it was like I was taught and it was embedded into me when I die. If I'm not saved, I'm either going to go to heaven or hell. Mm -hmm. And I always question that. I'm like, well, um, I, I did read a part that, you know, do not go by doctrine alone, but be led by the spirit. So I question, okay, what spirit are we talking about? And, you know, if we've been around many lifetimes, you know, the soul really never dies then. Never. The soul is energy and energy can never be destroyed. It can only change form. So, so in a lot of ways, people have misinterpreted what the Bible, Torah, the Quran was supposed to be said or stated and then I question, well, why would you do that? Why not be straight up and, you know, but maybe back in those times, the language hasn't evolved as much to describe and say, and I found other Sumerian and cuneiform writings that speak of the similar aspects of the soul. Mm -hmm. And going into a place and roaming until you decide to come back. One of the things that I've learned by being in the record is to not judge. As I still do, but everything has a purpose everything has a reason and we're all here in this physical world. We're all spirit having a human experience. We're all here to experience our unique individual spirit selves mm -hmm. in heaven. We're all one. There's a oneness that's experienced. I've researched many people who have had, uh, near-death experiences and the one common theme is that they say is there's a oneness 
where everything they feel a part of everything that they're experiencing. There's there there's a oneness. So what I believe is the one of the reasons why we incarnate into this third dimensional world is to experience our soul's experience being separate. I can see you, you can see me. We have this body, this vase that we're encapsulated in, our souls, our spirits. So we can experience what it's like to be separated. We can experience the human emotions. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Of love. Sorry. <laughs> edit this part. No. No. Go on. Go lay down. Go lay down. No. So we can experience the human emotions of love, of forgiveness, of grace, of mercy, and under truly understand what that is. And I believe that we come here while well, we have free will, and even in spirit form, we have free will. Um, and we get to make choices. Mm-hmm. And those choices have karmic consequences. And those, those choices that we make. And one of the things that I do is I help us to determine who we are at a soul level. How did God create our, our souls to manifest, to be, because for me, God source, however you want to refer to this, this all being as, has many different magnificent particles, spectacles, and it's kind of like a kaleidoscope. When you look through a kaleidoscope, there's so many, so many different colors and fragrant. There's just, it's just amazing. And so every soul has little pieces of this whole that comes together. And so we're all uniquely divinely created of this whole, but we're but we're separate. So we, we, but we can't experience ourselves uh, truly unless we come in, in this physical form. Mm-hmm. So we come here with these unique characteristics of this whole. And like for you, it may be communication. It may be, you know, love. It may be, there's, there's just so many different things that you, that, that make up who you are, Kimberly, you know, there's so many different spices that may be part of who you are and that's how you experience life. So mm-hmm. if you make choices and, and, and decisions that go against who you are, then you incur negative karmic debt, or I hate saying debt, but negative karmic choices. And you continue making those same choices over and over and over again. And you keep re- getting those same results. And part of what I do is I help people to see what those patterns are so you can make new choices. Because once you're aware of something and why you do what you do, awareness is half the battle. And then you get to make new choices. And you go like, oh, wow, I could do something different. And you get to create something else. So I have a question. Isn't, you know, our, like you said earlier, our souls come here to experience, but from my understanding is, you know, especially overcoming everything that I have experienced, 
you know, traumas and abuse and all that. Now I realize, well, how would I know the difference of what it was like to experience that and gain wisdom and knowledge? Mm -hmm. And now I, it's just like, you know, when I have conversations with my higher self, God source, whatever you want to call it, it's like, oh, so that's why I came in this form to experience all of this to gain wisdom, understanding how it feels to go through that. And then now when I hear or I see somebody else going through something that is similar to what I went through. Now I could show compassion, have understanding. Mm -hmm. You could be the light. So I was like, wow. Then I'm like, well, okay. So that's what I came here to do is to experience all this in order to just understand the difference of the opposite. Mm-hmm. And you know what's so cool is that it just is. There's no right or wrong. It just is. Right? And it's so cool because you know what? You got to experience what you got to experience and it it's made you who you are. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, whether it's perfect or not perfect, it's your journey. It's your experience. And yay for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yay. I mean, last night I was up till 1.30 in the morning with the dog constantly barking. I mean, driving me nuts. My experience was not what I wanted to experience. And I'm like, okay, so there's got to be a lesson here. And what I found out this morning from my higher self, unconditional love. Patience. Patience, unconditional (laughs) love, tolerance, you know, and just, and it was an experience and I can look back on it now. And last night was not, I was, I'm telling you, I was definitely in my human form and I was definitely not showing a lot of patience, but puppy dogs are so gentle and kind and just very forgiving. Thank God they're so forgiving, you know, and they just, come right up at you anyway after you've yelled and screamed and carried on like a a total idiot and they still want to be loved on you know what an amazing sense of unconditional love is that you know no matter how crazy and how obnoxious I become they still want me to love them they still want me to you know, and so it was an experience. And you know what? You pick it up and you move on and you forgive. But here's a, a an idea and a concept. What if the essence of God in that little puppy was trying to love you in that playful little form that they're in at the moment? It's part of the Mm -hmm. essence of God too. Mm -hmm. And you're experiencing love in a different way, pure love. Yep. 
It's all about, and that's the cool thing about the records is you get to see things in a different perspective. Because one of the things that I really try, I, I try hard to, to do is when things happen like last night, which in the moment was very difficult, but when things come up to really try to detach and go, hmm, now isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of look up at my guides and say, now, how can I, how can I react to this from a higher perspective, a more loving perspective? Because once I'm able to give myself a moment to breathe and move myself out of the situation, I can see it from a higher perspective. And when I go into the records, like I did this morning to try to figure out why all of this was playing out in my life, because I firmly believe my outer world is a reflection of my inner world. What's going on within me that I need to look at? There's something going on with, within me. Everything that's going on in the outside is neither good nor bad, right or wrong. It just is. And so by looking and going within with, with me and asking those questions, well, what can I learn from this? How can I see this in a different way? Where is this stemming from? Where was this anger that I was feeling last night? And this, this impatience and this intolerance, where did this come from? Where is the thread? Where does this, where does this lead? And by asking those questions in the records, I allowed my guides and my loved ones in the records and, and the council to be able to, to show me where those beliefs, those patterns came from. Or the root. The root cause. Exactly. I was able to release it, breathe through it, clear it, and now I'm in a different place. So what was it? What did you discover about why you got triggered it, in that it, experience? It was all about teaching me unconditional love and realizing that it's just an experience and it's all okay. And that I, I have to forgive myself for not being perfect. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. And it goes back many lifetimes. I was shown a lifetime where, you know, so, and oh Lord, you know, I don't have to be perfect all the time. Just be you. Exactly. You know, and bless their hearts, they're not perfect either. So, and when I can allow them not to be perfect and still bark when I'm doing a, a podcast even and and just know that you know it's okay life happens let's move on can you show us the the puppy like show us one of the puppies I, i'm curious what kind of puppy you have and whatnot oh, well i've got four of them i've got two they're two border collies they're older dogs um josie is 10 and scout is let's see if you can see them yep let's oh that's Buddy. He's one of my rescues from um, right before COVID hit. He's a black lab mix. He's my he's he's my he's my guy. Come here, guys. Come here. Come say hi, Scott. Can you say hi? Oh, hi. Say hi. Oh, look at oh. them. They're adorable. Yes. This one. That one's smart. Too smart for her own good. <laughs> <laughs> Super smart. So. 
I'm having to learn how to keep her energized and give her jobs to do because she's she's a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> and isn't it, it well, is there truth to even animals we have a soul connection with? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In many lifetimes. Oh, yeah. Yes, I truly believe that Buddy and I have been around the block a few times. My dog, Maggie, um, she's she's already crossed, but um, she's her and I have been around together. We were we were definitely definitely have a soul connection. Um, I've had a few cats that I've had soul connections with. But, you know, animals also have an Akashic record. Anything that has that's living energy has an Akashic record. And so I can actually also go into their records to to find out a little bit more about them. Like when I got Buddy, I didn't know anything about him. He was a stray. He showed up at my brother's door, literally up in Greensboro. And I had no idea what was going on with him. Uh, so I, I went into his records and I went in and tapped into his higher self. And I was able to kind, to kind of see where he's come from, what his lifetime was like this time and how I can help him. And now... I mean, he's a completely different dog. Complete. When I got him, he was totally afraid of loud noises. He was afraid of his own shadow. He, you know, barely, rarely went up to anybody unless I was around. And now people come over and he's just, he's right there. And he's just the most loving, giving dog that you'd ever imagine. He was 30 pounds overweight and he's probably 30 pounds, or he was 30 pounds underweight and he's probably 30 pounds overweight now. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you're like a, an animal whisperer. Oh, I wouldn't quite go that far, but I'm an animal lover. Yes. So. Well, in, in, in a unique way, not like what you've seen in some television shows, but it's it's a very not on looking at dogs' behaviors and whatnot. You go deep in a soul level kind of whispering to the animals to find out what's going on. And that's like a healing, you know, gift. And oh, my gosh, I'm like. Oh, and all of you, like you have that kind of connection. Um, so let me ask you just for a demonstration so people can see what it's like to experiencing a session with you. Mm -hmm. So just use me as a guinea pig. How do you do it? Like, how do you get access to the, you know, the records like demonstrate? Cause I'm a visual. So I, I'm like, okay, how does this work? Well, first, um, before, before I do it, I actually prepare the reading ahead of time. Okay. Um, and I ask, I have to tap into, in order to access your particular records, I have to have a key, quote unquote, <laughs> because every person's records has a firewall up. I couldn't just access your records without your permission, your soul's permission. So I asked for your birth, your name now, your name at birth, your birth date and your birth location. And that gives me access to your records. Then I also ask for an intent, um, something you would like to manifest within the next three to six months, because that really drives the the um the reading mm -hmm. and it's a very interactive reading a lot of people who've been to mediums or psychics um you, you we sit down and uh you know you ask questions and then you get you get answers we do that as well but i i ask for an intent 
of something you would like to manifest. And then what I get from your guides and your loved ones and the masters and teachers of the records are things that are hindering you from actually moving forward into that manifestation. Because if you were in, vib in a vibrational alignment to what you wanted, it would already be showing up in your physical world right now. So say you wanted to manifest $100,000, say. Okay, perfect example. Okay, this is, I'm going to use that. I want to manifest $100,000. If you wanted to manifest that, that would be already in your checking account right now because you would be a vibrational match to it. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I go into your records and I ask specific questions. I have a, a protocol that I do um, and I'm shown, um, quote unquote, blocks and restrictions, past life and present life um, blocks and restrictions that are keeping you from moving into that vibrational match. And so when I sit down with you to do a reading, the first half of the reading is I tell you who you are at soul level. I'm able, because there's no time in the records, mm -hmm. the records are held at the fifth dimension where there's no time. Everything's happening right now. And literally you could have experienced something 25 lifetimes ago, say, um, but because there's no time in the record, you're still experiencing that negative karma, karmic consequence as if it happened today. Oh, so yes. I'm able to see the story behind why that pattern was created. Uh huh. And I bring that story up. Most of the time people are like, because you're still actually living out that karmic pattern somewhere in your life now whether it's in a relationship or whether it's in a work pattern or whether it's in an eating pattern, there's somewhere in your life now you're still living out that particular pattern and you will be able to recognize that in your life now. It's very eerie, almost sometimes too eerie and it's very spot on. I have never had a reading done before that's more spot on than having an Akashic record reading done. It's very interesting. And um, so, and, 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 and even in present life, um, there's blocks and restrictions that'll come up and we talk through that as well. And a lot of times some people don't, they don't want to tell me the stories behind that. And that's totally okay. I just present the information and I always tell everybody before we start, you know, do you want to hear everything that I have to tell you? Because sometimes you know, what your soul tells you you're ready to hear may not be what you're actually ready to hear. So, and, and I, I just go under the, and that whatever I am told, I just give because that is what your soul is, is, is wants you to hear and you're ready to clear. And then I also do a clearing in the record. So it's cleared. It's done. Once you accept it, it's done. But I do send you with homework. Because our egos, they need something to do. So I give you homework and then you come up with action steps that help move you into that vibrational alignment. Based off of who you are at soul level, you start taking action. And literally, because we're whole beings, we're right. not physical beings, we're whole beings. By doing something that, um, you know, maybe you know, taking baths, I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing something at you. You know, taking a bath is part of something that you enjoy that resonates with your the energetic statement that 
is part of the intention. Um, by doing that and going for walks or starting to look for a new job, mm-hmm. um, you know, and these are all different, you know, or um, uh, selling your house, you know, these are all different things that are leading into the energetic statement towards your goal of a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So, because now I'm like open, I'm at right now at a point in my life, like I, especially with what I'm doing, what I'm trying to accomplish and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And now I'm ready. I have to do this because Mm -hmm. I believe in a bigger picture. So I'm at a point like, I want to know if there's anything hindering me from going forward, because this is, this is, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. This is part of my calling. So I got to get it right in here and aligned up. So I want to remove whatever's in my way because mm-hmm. we can't see it. And we don't know what we've done in the past. We don't know. Yeah. You know, some things I do remember and I'm like, oh my God, I, you know, what was I thinking? I don't, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. And I forgive myself for it. And I'm like, okay, next let's go. <laughs> you know, exactly. Exactly. You know, and part of what I do too, I mean, I do do the readings as well, but I also work with people on a, what do you call it, coaching level, I guess, but I, I, I try not to call it coaching because I don't think it's coaching, but I, I like to empower individuals to learn how to tap into their own records. Like I did this morning with the, with the whole issue that happened with me last night. I go into the records to receive answers from my guides and my loved ones and, and, about why I'm doing things I'm doing and what these patterns are showing me so I can release it, clear it and move on and start taking action towards a new reality because Mm -hmm. I don't like the feeling that I was having last night. I did not like it and I don't want it in my life. So I wanted to clear it. I wanted to understand where it was coming from, clear it and move on. And that's exactly what I did. Uh, And anybody can do that because everybody has access to their own records. So I work with people and teach them how to access their own records. You don't okay, need so I, I don't you even know do if I am doing that. So I am open like and I know I have spirit guides and I, oh, yeah. I do talk to them. Good. And then I channel it. I've been channeling in other languages that I have no idea. Like it's a whole okay. different new kind of experience that I've been experiencing. So I've been mm-hmm. like okay, don't know what you said, but I get it. And I never feel afraid of it. I just know they're coming in and they're, they're saying something. And I've done it a, a few times and people felt a difference. They felt something with their chakras. Mm-hmm. And, and then a few days later, like, oh my gosh, I started do, 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 do. I'm like, oh, great. All right. So I did what I was supposed to do. Yay. Go on. Keep going. <laughs> So in this present moment, I'd really like to know what a hindrance is mm-hmm. from me manifesting $100,000. Well, we can do a reading if you'd like. I, w- I want the audience to see it firsthand what that would be like. So I open myself up an open book. I want to know what hindrance is going on if there's any well i would love to be able to do that but i can't do that right 
now I would have to actually sit down and go into your records and go through the protocol in order to do that. I mean, I can hear certain things, but I'm not actually in your records to be able to do that. So I don't want to make assumptions right now because I don't have your records open. Okay. So without that, I mean, I can, I have an intuitive ability that I could say, I kind of go for it, it is, but I don't want to overstep without actually tapping in. So, okay. So intuitively what, what's coming to you. And then later on we can do a session and get full detail. To be honest with you, I'd rather not do that because I don't like to assume before I go into the records. Okay. That's, that's totally just part of, that's that. part of how I, how I work when I, when I do a one-on-one -on -one session with you, when we're doing a zoom meeting, I do open your records and when I have access, to, I mean, and then anything that's coming through, I give, but I don't do that beforehand. So okay. That's I try, I try really hard not to judge anything or to, because my ego will get in the way and I don't want to give any wrong information. Ah, and is that, um, you know, since you speak of the ego, and, you know, I know about some of the, you know, intuitive, mm -hmm. you know, psychics and mediums and whatnot. They're just human too. Mm -hmm. And granted, they might get intuitive and, and some people get readings and then all of a sudden, you know, it didn't happen. Then they blame that person. Like, well, you told me. Da, 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 da. Um, there's a lot to say about our ego, mm -hmm. which stems from our past, what we've been taught to believe, mm -hmm. and it's a program. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of times psychics and mediums, um, They, I mean, they tap into the Akashic records as well to receive and hear information. And we all have our own filters based off of our own life experiences. And spirit will come through and they're, they're vibrating at a very high, high vibration. And we're, because we're in the third dimension, the physical plane, we vibrated a very low dimension, which is one of the reasons why I, I, I don't want to do this right now, because I'm not at a very higher vibration. Right ah, now. yes. So I'm not connected mm -hmm. to that, to their realm. And they have to lower and I, we have to raise in order to connect. Um, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does totally make sense. It's your energy levels, your mm -hmm. vibration and your frequency. It's like tuning into a radio dial. Exactly. exactly. It's a little statically and you're getting bits and pieces of information, but it's not a like there is no clarity to where your signal in exactly. to where you can hear it. Exactly. Clearly. And even still, you may, uh, you know, we may get images or hear something that may not come through exactly correctly. So it may come through, you know, we may see an apple, but what they're actually trying to talk about is, 
you know, New York state or something <laughs> or, you know, an apple tree or an, or, you know, so there's so many different variables. Um, when it comes to, you know, we may see cheese and they're actually talking about Wisconsin, um, you know, or someplace in Wisconsin. So it's, it's, it's trying to correlate the two. And there's so many different things that, that go into play. Um, and when it comes to the ego, literally people who are trained as mediums and psychics know how to move their ego out of the way in order to receive the information and to, to give an accurate reading. Now, a lot of people will be able to tell you things that can happen in the future, but the future is very malleable. Things can change based off of the decisions that you make today. I like to tell clients, if you look in the mirror, everything that you see staring back at you is a collection of all the, th all the thoughts and decisions and actions that you have made up until this present moment. Everything that you do today, every thought and action and choice that you make today affects your future. So a psychic can tell you what may or may not happen in the future based off of what's going on in your present moment. Now you can make a totally different choice and action that could change that future outcome. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, because energy is always changing. Your thoughts are already changing. You're always changing your mind. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, every, so everything is, I mean, everything's changing and it can always change at any minute. And life can change and you can find yourself on a completely different path, mm -hmm. um, which is the exciting part about being here in this third dimensional reality. Right. And. You know, would you, would it be, would you agree that some people, you know, when they experience things, they stay stuck mm -hmm. and that's a lot of their issues and their soul is like, come on, wake up. You don't have to, I don't want to stay like this. It's the fear of moving. This is what we're supposed to do. And we get little signs little nudges, but we're so desynthesized and so disconnected from our soul self. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of things are manifesting the way they are. The way to learn to be present in the present is by being present <laughs> and literally using all of our five senses to really be present in this moment and unwrap the gift of the present. And when we do that, we change our future by fully embracing this moment, like being fully enmeshed in our conversation right here, instead of thinking about what I have to do at one o'clock or two o'clock or three o'clock or tomorrow or next weekend, and just literally being focused in on our conversation right here, right now, I can receive so many other gifts from spirit because I am completely enmeshed in this moment. Whereas if I am in conversation with you, but I'm thinking about what I have to do at one o'clock, two o'clock or three o'clock, I may miss something that you may say or something that may come up 
that my spirit really wants for me to hear because she's speaking through you. And that's the gift of the present moment. Yeah, I'm getting hit right now. Oh, whoa, woo. Wow. Oh, I love those feelings. <laughs> uh, and it's almost like a good book that I read. You know, and I mention it here and there when I have guests on my show. And it just hit me like, yeah, like Celestine Prophecy. Mm -hmm. Synchronizations. Yep. yep. Synchronicities. Every moment is a synchronicity. Mm -hmm. And I started tuning into that because it just like a light bulb went on. I'm like, oh, yeah, because every, you know, based on what I want to do, what I want to accomplish, what I want to focus on, then... Someone will come, like, I'm now consciously aware of somebody might show up and give me a message today, or I might have a message for that person. So mm -hmm. I stay open to that possibility because it's a key. Now I look at it as a key to my next step, my next chapter, my next move that I need to make. So now it's like, okay, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to get a message today, you know, or mm -hmm. what message do I have to give today? Mm -hmm. so I look at it in a whole new perspective. And that's what I like to share with, you know, with my audience, like pay attention, wake up, you know, the signs are there for you. Exactly. You're right. You're spot on. Right. Yes. Things happen just the way they're supposed to. And just when they're intended to. And when we give ourselves the grace to allow that to happen, oh my God, you know? And the one thing that I, I've come to realize is there's nobody out there that needs fixing. Mm -mm. Everybody is perfectly perfect right where they're supposed to be. And all the things that I judge, it's because there's something within me that I judge. Mm -hmm. So everything that's going on in the world today, it's perfectly perfect. It's happening for a reason. It's right where it's supposed to be and nobody needs fixing. So if I can allow them to just be right where they're at, send love and light and surround everybody with love and light, because I have to remember we're all one at the end of the day. At the end of the day, when we leave this physical body, when we step out of this physical body and we cross that veil, we're all one. So that person that absolutely drives me bonkers and crazy in this physical world, he or she's me. Wow. Well, let, let me ask you something because I, I had a guest on my show. And I'm like, if we're all one and I, you know, being an intuitive, um, trans medium and, you know, things that I see and I'm like, cause it's like an imagery, like almost like a movie screen when mm -hmm. I, when it shows up and, and I, now I studied history, ancient civilization history, because I, I feel like that's what I've been channeling. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying, but it, it's like a deja vu of I've been here, I know about this, I need to know, like, remember. Mm -hmm. It's a remembering. So, and it's funny, I, I can't, <laughs> 
It's not that I can't. I struggle in trying to speak Spanish, French, and Italian. But when I channel these languages, I'm like, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, because I've recorded myself. I'm like, why am I so clear when I'm channeling them? But when I'm trying to speak French, Italian, and Spanish, I'm messing it up everywhere. Because <laughs> your ego gets involved. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just like amazing to me. Mm-hmm. But the thing about, you know, I, I talk about history repeating itself. It Energetic emotional traumas. There's a connection to that with the beliefs, with the mental programming. It's all connected. And I'm seeing like from the beginning of our origins and how we created, how everything started repeating itself and all that energetic trauma is passing down and continued today. So if we wake up and realize, oh shit, like we are, we're like that hamster in that Ferris wheel thingy. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we could decide to get off that and say, okay, how do we change this for the better? When we start that healing and and doing that process of waking up and realizing this, we also heal our planet because we're connected to that. There'd be a lot less hurricanes, tornadoes and floods. And that energy, it's like I'm seeing all that hate and all those traumas is manifesting because everything's energy and it has to come into matter. Now I'm seeing, I'm like, y'all, hello, wake up. What we're doing to each other, we're also doing to the planet and you're not getting the connection to the dots here. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. I just like, I I want that. I'm even testing that theory. Like that makes sense to me. So why don't we try it? What do we have to lose? At the end of the day, which is really kind of cool because we're all at different vibrational levels. We're all here to experience ourselves as divine. We're all here. I mean, at one point, maybe, you know, you were maybe, you know, a Nazi officer. You were one of the ones that led people into the chambers. Maybe at one point you were, oh, I don't know, one of the um, Indians that rode around on the plains. Um, You know, maybe in one life, we come back and we experience, every time we've come back, we've experienced the victor, the victim, the good, the bad, the white, or, you know, the white, the dark. I mean, there's just, our souls come here to experience and to be. So, you know, I could have been a politician at one point. I could have been, you know, a a sex slave at one point. I could have been, I mean, there's just so many because we come here to experience and by that experience, we evolve. The newer souls who have newly incarnated, you know, they are like little babies and they don't understand the bigger picture. And so they have to go through the egoic process of um, everything is about me, kind of like a two-year-old, you know, where, where a two-year-old has, you know, it's all about me, 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 me. That's the way the newer souls are. And then when you start to awaken and you start to, to, to see things differently, and I remember being 17, 18 years old 
thinking, I don't get this stuff. If God handed out the book of life on how to live life, I totally missed it. I've skipped that class because I just don't get it. So I kept asking God, okay, reveal yourself to me, reveal yourself to me. And things just kept, it's like remembering, like you were telling me earlier. It's like, I kept remembering different things and things kept opening up and opening up. And my vibrational level kept moving in, in, and my, my expansion, my awareness kept, kept opening up. And I started judging people for, you know, still being narrow-minded and pig-headed and, you know, believing, well, this is the only way, this is the only way, and you have to be saved and you have to do it this way or that way. And, da, da, da. and so I started judging them for judging other people. And, and then it dawned on me, you know what? They're right where they're supposed to be. Nobody needs to be fixed. I used to. No one needs to be saved either. Yeah. No. <laughs> Nobody, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And eventually we're all going to learn. We're all going to grow. We're all going to, you know, we get to come back and do this all over again. Hopefully I'm, I'm going to. This I, is my I, time here. I know. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, in this next, uh, maybe I'll be a spirit guide or something. Who knows? I don't know if I want to come back and do it again, but mm -mm. I'm hoping to learn whatever lessons I need to learn. And then, then, then just stay in heaven and live in my little house with all my animals and my, and my, but we, we create our own heaven and we can, we create our own hell because what you think you become, what you believe mm -hmm. you are, even what you believe in, in, in whatever heaven and, and, and hell. Mm -hmm. You're here to experience and you're having you you well. your own. I'm like, I'm not going to No, There is no hell for me, but there's a beautiful heaven and everyone's invited to it. Mm -hmm. So, Yep. And there's something that um, you wrote a book, Daring to Believe. Yes. Can you share with the audience what, the, what was the inspiration behind that book? Yes, I actually, I heard a voice tell me I was going to donate a kidney to a stranger. And I did. And we were a one in 20 million match. So I wrote a story about that. Uh, it was a memoir. Um, there were, when that happened to me, there wasn't really a whole lot of books out there about being a living kidney donor. And the ones that were out were really dry or boring, or they were so technical, I couldn't understand what the heck I was reading. <laughs> So um, this book is a very easy read, um, very layman's terms, uh, and it talks about the process. So if anybody wants to look into being a living kidney donor, this is the book for you. But it also talks about my spiritual journey from hearing a voice tell me I was going to be the one to donate to a complete stranger. I had heard his story um, on Facebook and his sister had posted uh, she was in desperation looking for a kidney. Her brother was dying and she just so happened to be friends with my husband and I didn't know her, but he told me about it. And I remember saying, Oh, I hope somebody steps up to help him. And I literally heard just like you and I standing here, sitting here talking, Amy, that person will be you. And I'm like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> wow. Where did that voice come from? And um, six months later, I was being wheeled into surgery and yep, it was me. And um, yep, it happened. 
and um, he, this was, it's going to be 11 years in July and he's a grandfather now and still married to the, his high school sweetheart and doing wonderful. And the book is also a love story between my husband and I, uh, our, our love, our, our love story too. So, cause it's, it was a journey between him and I, cause could you just imagine me sitting down saying, um, by the way, honey, I am going to donate a kidney. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a need to donate my kidney. Yeah. By the way, honey, I've been thinking. So he he got to the point where whenever I said, "Honey, I've been thinking," he's like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> so, and you also have uh, something that you also started. Yes, I have a podcast as well. And what is it all about? It What's is about. It's called Butterfly Kisses. It's a journey of spiritual transformation. It's all about how we transform our, it's all about our spiritual journey and our transformation. So similar to what you're going through, what you do. And uh, where can they find you? Uh, my website is amygraycunningham.com or Facebook at amygraycunningham or Instagram at amygraycunningham. So all amygraycunningham. And it's G-R-A-Y, not the color, but the name. My father was very adamant about that. The color is G-R-E-Y and names are G-R-A-Y. Well, there you go. Yes. And um, do you have anything that like, a, are you planning on doing a workshop, maybe an event? Um, I have not. I did one um, a couple months ago. But I may do one, another one in the spring. I haven't thought that far out, but that's a really good idea. Well, I, that's what I've been, uh, and you know, I'm like feeling a, a hit, like, uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm kind of in the dots. <laughs> uh, getting some uh, intuitive healers, light workers, mm -hmm. uh, and putting an event together. Hmm. That would be awesome. So, and I just feel that it, you know, it, it's like, okay, it's coming. I, I they don't give me a, a, a date, but like, yeah, you could be doing this. And, and now I'm feeling that energetic pull towards oh, it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I sure do. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we're going to get ready to do something. All right. Just let me know when. <laughs> so I'm ready. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So Definitely. I'd like to have, uh, the 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 singing bowls yeah like it, it, music is very important and mm -hmm. i know the singing bowls and there's um another instrumental piece i know the bowls ha have a key part in it and there and there's other music i'm not too sure what but it's help it helps with the um our frequency and vibrations healing with the chakras and all of that as well. Mm -hmm. So it's all going to come together in divine timing, synchronicity, synchronicities. Yes. So I would love to do something like that with you. That would be so amazing to have that kind of experience to help others. Well, count me in. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. Count me in. I love, I love sharing and teaching and helping others to, grow on their spiritual journey as well. 
So, and those that are ready to, it's, it's like a, a soul, um, I don't want to say a soul alarm clock, but like the soul just mm -hmm. like, I don't want to say birthing or rebirthing or like coming out. It's the, the caterpillar that goes into that cocoon and it's about ready to turn, yeah. you know, that butterfly kind of mm -hmm. spread its wings and fly. Yep. And I yep. feel like there's a, that's like that. It's like that soul process. It's like you're a caterpillar and all of a sudden you're in this cocoon and you don't know how long you've been in the cocoon, but that now the butterfly inside that cocoon is going, okay, I'm ready. Like that's the soul in mm -hmm. us. We're the cocoon mm -hmm. <laughs> and the soul's the butterfly now wanting to come out. Yep. I think there's a lot of them out there that are ready. And that's why I started my podcast is, because I heard it, it's time. And my like, time for what? Well, you know, that crystallization process going from once you get into the cocoon and you're going from the caterpillar into the butterfly is a very taxing. I mean, you're literally, you're, you're meta, you're being, you're metamorphosized, not even the metamorphosizing. You're becoming goo and ooey. And you're literally becoming something that you don't recognize. Mm-hmm to the point where you end up becoming something so magnificently beautiful that it's, I mean, wow. And I literally have butterflies that follow me everywhere. I have butterflies that just show up in the winter time. I have butterflies that show up. I mean, yeah, my dad, my dad, he crossed about 18 years ago now and he shows up as butterflies all the time, yellow butterflies. And he just, so I always know he's one of my guides now and he just shows up all the time. Yellow butterflies. I see butterflies in pairs. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and hello, red Cardinals. Oh, hi. Yeah. Hey, Blue Jays. How are you? Oh, there you are, lizard. What are you up to today? You know, I've got the whole animal kingdom. I got rats going by me. And I'm like, okay, how are you? <laughs> you know, there's a couple of times I've had a, a snake come by me several times where I'm at. Oof. And I know that's a that's a spiritual thing. Yeah. It is very symbolic on a spiritual level about your growth there's a connection mm -hmm. so when i see the snake i'm like oh i'm on a spiritual learning growth thingy now okay got yeah. it thank you you can move on now <laughs> yeah 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 i'm just going this way and they are part of our guides like i'm recognizing mm -hmm. now when i see snake that's part of one of my spirit guides even though i i'm like just okay just keep your distance i see you i recognize you i acknowledge you thank you just stay over there <laughs> Yep. And they do. They're just like, okay, you acknowledge me. Okay. And then they just sliver along. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, well, Amy, I loved this experience with you. And thank you for sharing and then, and being the light that mm -hmm. you are and helping others, you know, connect to their souls so they can live their sole purpose, transform and be their best version and live their best life now. I so appreciate that. Well, thank you for letting me be a part of your podcast today and your journey. And I look forward to possibly 
networking and coordinating with you on an event sometime. I think April, spring, that's a good. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm getting hit. <laughs> I, I think I just know it's April. Okay. Yay. Good deal. <laughs> Woo. Let me know how I can help. I love okay, I will. And I definitely want to have uh, a session with you. Okay. We will definitely that way I can come back on my show and say, oh, my God, you won't believe what, ha you know, the experience that me and Amy were talking about. It's for real. It really helped me. I discovered this and this and that. So I love to market and promote. Perfect. Let's so and, and help, you know, business women, you yep. know, especially in the spiritual business aspect as well. So I don't know why I didn't think of that beforehand because normally I do. So maybe this was a, the, there was a reason for that. I don't know. Whoa. But normally, normally I do offer to do like a, a, a reading beforehand, but, and, and it just never dawned on me with you. So maybe there was a reason who knows. So maybe we'll do, we'll do a reading and then maybe do another session or whatever. So you can talk about. Yes. I would love to. Mm-hmm. Especially something like a thought. So I don't, I'm, I'm, I have a feeling. Yeah, it's them. Okay. I need to talk to you later. Okay. And it's to help you. It's, I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm like, my creative juices are just now going. And I'm like, oh, okay. I like this. This is fun. <laughs> Part of my gifts that I love sharing. This is why I created a whole new look for my new season. And yeah, when I can get creative. I love it. So, well, thank you so much for joining. I just, I love you. You are thank gorgeous. You. And the best part about it is I got to connect with another ginger. Yes. Us gingers, we have to stick together, man. I'm telling yes, you. We're on fire. When we, we light up and our fire starts, it's phenomenal. It is. It is. I tell you. And it's a good fire. <laughs> that it is. Okay. All right. Well, enjoy your day. Get re-energized. Bye, puppies. Say bye, guys. Say bye. Oh, we're doing down dog now. Oh, down dog. <laughs> we're doing our exercises. All right. Well, we'll we'll stay in touch, and I look forward to having you back on the show. Thank you. Well, there you go. I hope you learned something today, especially when it comes to your soul and Akashic Records. You learn something new every time you watch and tune in on Wake Up With KC. And once again, you never know who I'm going to have on this show. So you got to stay tuned.